Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is the weekly Cindy Meyer Spirit Seeker Radio Show, and um, I am happy to bring the show each and every week to you. It's promoted, brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine, and um, there is, uh, I'm having a couple of little, little bit of technical difficulty with the switchboard tonight, so please just hang in there, and I will be able to bring my guest on in just a moment. Um, I cannot even imagine what has happened to my switchboard. Okay, so just bear with me. Um, I may disappear and then come back. Um, so if you will just be kind enough to stay right where you are, I will be back in a moment with my guest. So this is Cindy Meyer. Stay tuned. If you are, if you get dropped off the call, please just call back in. The number is three four seven eight five seven four 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 seven. There is a problem. I'm going to have to drop off and call back in, but I will be there momentarily. Shelly, are you there? Yes, I'm oh, here. Okay, great, great, great. Now hopefully the switchboard will work. <laughs> okay. All right, so hello, this is Cindy Meyer, and uh, this is the Spirit Seeker Hour that is brought to you each and every Tuesday evening, and uh, I'm just going to do all of the announcements front end, and then I will bring my guest on. So the announcements are as follows. Um, Spirit Seeker has been published for 20 years and it's hard for me to believe even when I say that. It started out as a newsletter that was quarterly, then it went to every other month as a publication, and then it went monthly in uh, 2002. So each and every month, it is my um, true pleasure to bring all of the different people that come together with consciousness, and it's totally the law of attraction each month with the articles, the advertisers, the events. And we... Um, we are printed in the Midwest, but we are shipped to conferences all through the U.S. So Spirit Seeker is a sponsor of 12 different conferences in Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, and Illinois, and Wisconsin in the next three months. So you will find us at BhaktiFest. You will find us at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Tinley Park in Chicago uh, in June. You'll find us there in, at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Skokie in August. You will find us at the Celebrate Your Life Conference in June. We will be at the uh, Noetic Sciences Conference in Chicago. We will be at the ISEEM Conference in Kansas City at Unity Village. We'll be at Michael Rose Conference in Unity Village. We will be at the Transformation Conference with Dolores Cannon, um, the founder, and her um, wonderful daughter, Julia Cannon has taken over the, the reins along with the family, and we'll be hearing about that with my guest tonight. So that's what Spirit Seeker does. We bring together all the different people with this um, higher level of consciousness that are wanting to make the world a better place. And I'm Cindy Meyer. I'm the publisher. I also wear a lot of hats, and um, we may hear, talk here about some of those tonight, but probably not. So just know that you can find out anything about me at C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com or spiritseeker.com. Okay, and the final message or the final um, announcement is we have an email list where we send out an email newsletter every single week. 
It is the best way if you want to find out about all of these events. We let you know when the magazine is online. We let you know um, about the wonderful, fabulous guests that are on this radio show every single week. We let you know about all the different um, things that are happening through the U.S. And so in order to be a part of that email list, if you would just send an email to info, info at spiritseeker.com, we will add you to the list. We also do random drawings for books and CDs, and you just may be one of those winners once you're part of our email list. Okay, so that is it. So now, here we go to the exciting, fun part of the evening. Um, Shelly Wilson is my guest this evening, and Shelly is an author. She's written a number of books that she will tell us about in a moment. She's an intuitive medium, helping people make connection with their loved ones on the other side. She's good at helping people find things. She's just this brilliant um, white light that beams into people's lives and and helps them. She's also a Reiki master teacher. Um, We have a lot in common. I just have so much fun. And Shelly has been a keynote speaker at at Spirit Seekers Expos in the past. And Shelly, just thank you so much for being my guest this evening. Well, I am so excited to be here, Cindy. When you asked me, I said, of course, absolutely. (laughs) Well, and you have your own radio show. You do so many things. So just, if you would, let are some of our, you know, the not some, but let our listeners know some of the things that you do because you are a busy woman. Well, I, first of all, am just so very blessed to be able to do this, to be a service, to follow my my passion and dream. And, you know, I love working as an intuitive. And, it, you know, we both have had this conversation before about the energy vibration of the word psychic versus on intuitive. And we know that psychic means of the soul, but intu- intuitive just has a different residence. It just feels different. And so working as an intuitive, a medium, a spiritual growth coach, as a Reiki healer, and writer and and just whatever feels good in that moment that's what i love to do and and i've been on this path for about seven years now since i officially woke up and began studying reiki and the rest shall we say is history well and for listeners that do now okay a lot of people still which i find hard to believe have never heard of reiki but i can remember spirit seekers first conference back in 1996 and people were like what is Reiki? And today it's so much more well-known, but for listeners who are like, I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it is, would you be kind enough to share how that Reiki infusion changed your life? Yes, and I love how you said Reiki infusion. The thing is, is Reiki is a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation that promotes healing. So everyone is energy. Everyone has the ability to channel energy. But in order to be a Reiki practitioner, you have to have been attuned to it. That's part of that process. And so just setting that intention, you know, doing that entombment process, and really opening yourself up to be that channel for energy, it will change your life. Because for me personally, I took my first Reiki class, I believe it was August 2008. I used to be really OCD. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> and now I'm just like chill. It has brought me so much peace to, to be in that moment. It just came through my life. And really, you know, I don't want to say like a hurricane per se, but it came in, cleaned everything out that no longer served me, allowed me to have that peace that I was seeking, really 
encouraged me and developed my intuitive and psychic and mediumistic abilities because I've always known things, but I didn't have the confidence to really trust that information to go forward with it. And so I know without a doubt that Reiki gave me that confidence to move forward to follow this path. Well, and that's, um, you know, whenever I've, um, you know, taught Reiki, what, I, what I've said is, you know, you go through the, the chakra cleanse, you know, for, for the first month, you know, there's so many changes and it's, it's subtle and other times it's not so subtle. Right. And what it really does is it's like this laser beam that lights your path is how I like to describe it. It's like you think of things that you would never have thought of before because your intuition is so much more, you know, clear. Right, right. And what it was before is it was cloudy. And and this is like that laser light coming in, helping to pave that way for you to gain clarity so that you can really see things from that higher soul perspective. And that is part of that waking up process. So over all the years of your teaching, um, what are some of the stories? I mean, I we can both just just, just do a little bit about the miracles that um, that we've seen with Reiki, and then we'll go to your books. And but but I'd like to talk about Reiki just a little bit because it's not often that I get to interview a fellow Reiki master teacher. And you know, Reiki is done by, as we both know, nuns, nurses, teachers, every yeah. walk of life. Yes. Yeah. And our government even puts out a publication to bring that to people's awareness. That's a really cool thing. And, you know, as you said before, Cindy, it is it is becoming more in the mainstream consciousness. A lot of hospitals are offering it as a complementary therapy. And the thing with that is is people see the benefits that are attained from either studying, practicing, or having a Reiki treatment for themselves. And so as we know, as I said before, that everything is energy. Everyone is energy. And so it is just setting that intention to tune in, to channel that energy, to be a conduit. And any areas where we may have energetic blockages, and and so I'm empathic or clairsentient, and I read people's energy. Now, growing up, I was very sensitive until I became attuned to Reiki. I really didn't know or understand exactly what I was feeling and that many times it was not my own. And then when I began that process of being attuned through the Usui Reiki levels and then Karuna Reiki, I was able to get a handle on that. Well, and, you know, we, we don't make claims because, you know, we just don't. But what, what, how I like to explain it is that Reiki, the body knows what it needs. It's, it takes what it needs and it does what is its highest thought for that body. And what does that mean? What it means is you can't, you know, we're not healers. That is not it. We're, we're, we're vessels of receiving light, transfusing light, and then a person's mind, body, spirit, and emotional body knows what it needs. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny, um, some of the stories, like there, we, I used to host a Reiki circle, and there was this one time, you know, the students that were studying with me would bring friends and family. We didn't really advertise it. It was just, it was enough just with the friends and family of the Reiki practitioners. And there was this man who came in. We said at the beginning, after we did our prayer, you know, you can ask for healing if there's something special, special you want to ask for. And a couple people did, but this man was very quiet. So the table work began, and within two minutes I heard the snoring. And I thought, wow. who in the world went so deeply so quickly? And it was this man that was just extremely quiet, 
But I knew, you know, there were four people drawn to his table. And when you have four people doing hands-on Reiki, it's, as you know. Intense. Right. Yes. <laughs> so never heard anything more, right? Didn't see that Reiki practitioner until I think it was Don Miguel and Jose Ruiz were in town. And Spirit Seeker was there with the booth. And that Reiki practitioner came up to me and he said, do you know what happened after that night? And I said, I haven't talked to you. I said, no. I said, but how's your friend? He said, my friend was scheduled for cancer surgery in the morning. Wow. And he went in and he said, can you scan me one more time? And they scanned and there was no surgery because the tumor was totally gone. Wow. I got chills all over as you said that. Right. So it's like, but but we we didn't go in. We didn't even know that he had a tumor. I mean, the man said nothing but intuitively, you know, spirit stepping in. Yes. And just helping. It's just, Absolutely. you know, pretty amazing. And that is amazing. And, you know, the thing with that is, you know, he was willing, open, receptive. And to me, that's where the healing happens. Because some people are very, you know, adamant about, you know, this has to happen or something. But I think being in that flow of allowance when they surrender, trusting in the process and, mm-hmm. and just asking, you know, what's for my highest and best good, then that is where the miracles happen. Right. So, Shelley, from the Reiki, then where did your life go? <laughs> well, I began really developing my intuition. I, as I said before, Cindy, I always knew things, but I was raised Baptist by a civil engineer father. So that kind of sums it up in a nutshell. Um, so I didn't really get to ask a lot of questions about things that I would see, hear, feel, or know. So I began really developing that intuition and then developing the medium aspect and just move forward from there. I, I was guided to write Journey into Consciousness, and so that is my story about my life up to my awakening and then the awakening to present when I put it out, talking about my development and such, and then providing tools for others. And then I also put out a couple other books that originated as daily own courses, so I converted those to books. And then otherwise, you know, you mentioned the Transformation Conference as being a sponsor for that, and I had the opportunity to be a vendor at that for five years from 2009 to 2013. And I even dedicated a chapter in Journey into Consciousness to transforming at the Transformation Conference. Well, lo and behold, my life has come full circle, and I am one of the speakers this year for that conference. Oh, that is so exciting. It is, but as soon as I got the email, I just cried because, and they were happy tears, but it was like, you know, this this is coming full circle. I'm so very blessed because this path that each one of us are on, the more that we trust, the more that we be in that present moment, the more it will unfold exactly how it's supposed to. Well, and I think that is the part. Shelley, that you are such a good teacher with. I mean, you know, I've I've talked to people who have taken your classes, read your books, et cetera, and I've read your books. And, you know, my experience with you is that you walk full faith in every moment. Well, not in every moment, but I... <laughs> but you know what effort. I mean. <laughs> I, I'm human too, Cindy. And the thing is, is I do have my days, and, and I will absolutely honor those days. I, a few months ago, I had to took a... Um, mental health day, as I described it. And I just stayed in bed for a few hours. And, and I was just going through a lot of emotions, but it was also a time when we were having a lot of solar flares and lunar eclipse and solar eclipse and the moon phases and all this stuff happening. And, and any time the moon phases change, I am very sensitive to them. And it was just, like, very overwhelming. So I was like, you know what? I have to just kind of check out for a while today and just be with myself. But I am definitely an advocate for honor what you're feeling always you don't need to put up that, you know, fake face. 
just to make everyone else feel good. If you're not having a good day, just go ahead and not have it. I understand totally. And listeners, um, we are going to do, uh, do many readings. Um, all you have to do is press 1 on your phone, and that will let uh, me know that someone would like to ask us a question. You can you can ask Jelly any questions that you would like about Reiki, about her books, about anything on her path as a spiritual medium, and we can also do um, mini readings. So all you have to do is press one, and um, and we will find our way to you. But Shelly, you know, when your intuitive gifts started opening, I mean, and I understand, I have tra- I have trained a lot of engineers in healing work, and once they get out of that analytical mind, you know, that is so wonderful to have that kind of a mind anyway, an engineer, engineer mind, then once you step into spirit world, things change. Yeah. And so, you know, as a child, did you just know things about people, but you didn't know that you knew things about exactly. people? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I remember having a lot of out-of-body experiences, you know, seeing myself having experiences and whatnot, and, and I remember being very sensitive. And, you know, just mentioning the, the engineering aspect one more time, interestingly enough, my son is an industrial engineer. He graduated last year, so... I, I have a father who's an engineer and a son who's an engineer, and then I also have a daughter who's very much a free spirit. So spirit, universe, God, consciousness, bless me with contrasting children, one who is very creative, free-spirited, and the other one who's very analytical. Right. And so, but either way, you know, your your guidance is, I mean, it's just the way it is. I it mean, is. Yeah, it's nice. hard to explain, and, you know, I'm sure you get the question, so what do your kids think about the fact that you can know things and they haven't told you? I'm like, <laughs> Well, it's definitely fun because I remember, you know, with my son especially, he just always knew, no matter what, just tell me the truth because I already knew things. And then my daughter, it's really funny because she trusts when I tell her something, you know, I'll get a hit. And I'm very open with her. With with my son, I'm a little less than because he kind of thinks I'm a weirdo anyway. But with my daughter, I'm very open and upfront, and I'll pick up things and, you know, just just different things. And it could be very small things. And she trusts. She listens to what I say, and and then I'll follow up and say, you know, so did you do that? She goes, yes, mom. I listened, and I said, good. Okay, good. So, well, and you know, and it's it's you know, this is how I have described it. I don't intentionally turn the laser on and pry but it's like <laughs> you just can't help it it just happens you know i know my my um my son my son who graduated from high school bless his little soul and is on his college journey soon did you know something happened and um he had he had a finger that was cut and it was going to need 10 stitches right so his father said well just tell your mom blah 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 blah. just make something up and then then she won't be like so upset that you cut class and you were hopping a fence and and he looked at him and he said oh no i've learned better than that she's going to know anyway so why waste her time and mine and she you know (laughs) and his kid his friends kind of know it too and they're just like but it's just the way it is and you know, I think for me as a little kid, I always wanted to be a nurse because I knew I had that healing part of me that, um, you know, And but I didn't know that I was an empath. I didn't understand a lot of it. And until I was like even into my even like late 20s, like, but I can remember being drawn to Edgar Cayce and being drawn to, you know, all these theosophical books that most people were like, what are you reading, you know? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I definitely know when I remember seeing the miniseries Out on a Limb with Shirley MacLaine, I was like all over that. And and then I also remember um, Saved by the Light with Daniel Brinkley. And then interestingly enough, you know, coming full circle, having the um, opportunity to meet him and have him on my radio show and whatnot, it's just one of those things when we're younger and less awake, shall we say, and then our clarity, our awareness is more enhanced, and it's just very interesting to see how all of these pieces fall into place. Yes. And Dan and Brinkley, and, and I know we have some listeners who have questions. We'll get to you in just a moment. But if you're saying, who's Dan and Brinkley, let me tell you Dan and Brinkley, and then you tag in. But my experience of, of Dan and Brinkley is he's bigger than life. Yeah. He's died and come back several times. He's he's crossed over. He has a, a, a an organization that basically trains hospice volunteers. And the agreement is you help people cross over, but when it comes to your time, you will never be alone. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and he's just the catalyst. I mean, I wrote my first paper on hospices. Like, I don't even remember what year it was, but I was fascinated with hospice and a dignified way of dying. And it wasn't even, you know, it was called the Hospice Movement, this book. And then, of course, I started I studied everything with Kubler-Ross, Helen Kubler-Ross, you know, with death and dying. And, and I thought, why am I so fascinated by it? So at what point did you just realize that you could help people with this other whole part of life, being well, a medium? It's interesting, too, because I had originally graduated in 1990. I had an associate's degree at that time, but I was guided in 2008 to go back to college, get my bachelor's degree. And I in my major's business, but I was taking a lot of psychology classes, and I was really guided um, just to study that. And lo and behold, I was able to get a, a minor in psychology, but one of the classes I took was on death and dying. And that was the same time that I really started waking up into the medium mistake ability. And, and I remember it was February 2010, and that happened to be when Lisa Williams came to Tulsa to the Performing Arts Center. And I had no clue who Lisa was. I never get the Tulsa paper because I live an hour northeast of Tulsa. But I happened to get it, and there was a, an ad, not a very big one, but an ad in the entertainment section. And I said, I don't know who this woman is, but I know that I have to go to this. And so I went to it, and then that was the beginning. I, I have taken three classes with her, and that you know really started. That was November of 2010 when I took my first class with her. And since then, I've studied with Tony Stockwell and John Holland and James Van Prague as well. You know what? Celebrate Your Life is having in Chicago, second weekend in June. Yes, and the, Lisa will be there. But listen to this. The Saturday night is Lisa Williams, um, John John Holland. Yes, and Colette Baron-Reed. Yes, Colette exactly. Baron-Reed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It will be I mean, amazing. I, and those three I don't think have ever – well, maybe they have, but I have never seen the three of them all together. So. I, I, know, I don't think they've ever done this type of event together. And, and interestingly enough, Colette just recently began diving into that mediumistic ability because she was always known as the oracle – and, and, you know, the oracle cards and things like that. And then she realized that she's a medium, too, and now she's moving full steam ahead with that as well. Right. Yeah, I I had no idea I knew how to do that until I was working um, at a party, and it was the last person of the night. And after this, we're going to take some readings, and then we're going to go back and forth with dialogue like this. But it was the last reading of the night, and this this woman said, can you get a message from my dad? <laughs> And you're like, what? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. Let me see. And a lot of times back at that time, I would cl- have to close my eyes to like fully focus. This is a long time ago. And but I and I and I heard this message, and I thought, no, no. 
know. And then I thought, well, so I, I still had my eyes closed. And I said, well, I said, your dad says, will you stop worrying? It's going to be okay, baby cakes. Aww. And I opened my eyes and she's crying. And I said, I said, what? And she goes, that's what my dad called me as baby cakes. And Aww. then after that, I was willing to do it. But I mean, I'd interviewed James Von Prague. I'd interviewed all these people. I didn't even know I could do that. You know, it's like when you're ready, spirit allows you to like see bigger sort of. If oh, you... absolutely. And I think part of that is because you had no fear. You just stepped into that and, and just said, okay, and, and went with it. Right, right. But you're, you know, I just adore you. So we are going to go to um, our first reading of the night. Uh, calling in from area code 256 and 473 are the first uh, digits. So I'm going to um, bring you on. And are you there? Oh, yes. My name is Kimberly. Okay. And where are you calling from tonight, Kimberly? I am calling from Tucker, Georgia. Oh, well, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. So, yes. And so how can Shelly um, and myself, how can, well, Shelly's going to answer your question and I'll step in, but, <laughs> but let's hear your question for Spirit this evening. Well, my question for Spirit is uh, to know what direction to go in. When it comes to career, I'm a little bit uh, maybe foggy um, what okay. to do next. Usually I know what to do when I'm in a space, a space of uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, Kimberly, I am one of those people who empower you to tune in and listen to that guidance you're receiving for yourself. So if the, okay. the answer feels a little foggy at this time, then that's where you want to get to that state of being to gain that clarity. So bringing your energy to that present moment, to the here and now, not thinking about the future, not thinking about the past, but be in that moment. And then I encourage you to take some conscious breaths, visualize yourself breathing in this emerald green healing energy and letting go of anyone and anything that you can't control. And as you do, that information is going to come to you. I keep seeing you like with pen and paper writing things down, so I don't know if you're a list maker or if this is Spirit's way of saying you need to start writing things down, Kimberly, but I feel like you're going to get a lot of information and it's going to come through. I also feel that um, being in water is a good conduit for you. I know it's very much for, for me as well, um, but in a bath or a shower, that's a great time to receive information. Okay, I feel like the more that you get to that present moment, the more that you're going to gain clarity about what feels good to you about a career change because ultimately that is something that you choose for yourself. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. I Absolutely, you have change around you. And um, what Shelley was saying about possibly saying no to other people's um, – so it's basically boundaries is what I'm hearing, is saying no to other people's demands on your energy and time. And, you know, you can lovingly say thank you for thinking of me, but – um, that just isn't showing up for me right now. So I think what Shelley's uh, seeing with that list is being more present with your time, listening to spirit. You know, you've been praying a lot. I can I can feel that. And it's almost as if if you, you know, sometimes it's called automatic writing where you just sit down and you say, okay, spirit, here I am. What message do you have for me today? And you just start writing. And it's amazing what can come through. So you've asked for help from heaven by calling into the show and, you know, asking Shelly for advice tonight and Spirit for advice, you're on the right track. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Thank you. 
So, Shelley, I love how you explain that um, where each person will receive the messages in their own way. Yes. Because, you know, to me, and, and I know this from my own experience, too, when I was waking up, there is that whole concept of teach a man a fish, give a man a fish. Now, sometimes we just want the guidance. But to me, a good reader is going to validate what you already know. And the more that you can get into that space where you can tune in and listen and trust that intuition, everyone has a sixth sense. Everyone has intuitive ability. The more that you pay attention to what you see, hear, feel, and know, the more you're going to tap into those psychic senses, and it's going to come through more easily. So if you're feeling foggy or it's not clear, first thing you need to do is get to the present moment ground your energy and that's going to help to clear up some of that fogginess and then it's going to let that information flow to you absolutely so listeners um we know i i can see you on the switchboard if you want to ask a question please press one on your phone and then that will let me know that you have a question um but i'm going to act as if and i'm going to oh there we go that's all i needed to say (laughs) Okay, so we are now going to go to area code 314, and the first four, uh, three digits, rather, are 412, and I am bringing you live on the air. So are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, and if you would be kind enough to share your first name and the city from which you're calling. Okay, my name is Liz. I'm calling from St. Louis, okay. and i I have a question. I hope you can help me. My sister tried to commit suicide last week, and I've done a a lot of praying and it's very devastating for my family of course and uh I've been doing energy healing, and I just don't know what else I might try to do. I realize that her soul has to want you know to stay and there's is there anything else that i'm able to do for her other than pray and do energy healing. Hello? 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 